Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Ed Spangenberg from Click Tea Shop. And if you're down in the dumps and you need something to pick you up, there's only one thing that will do. What's that? The Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Uninhibited and uncensored for your listening pleasure. Kiss Army, Tom Zeus, and Murph, with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 112, Kiss Trivia 3. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Murph, what's up, buddy? Welcome. How you doing? 617. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Nice to see you guys. Actually, last time that uh, we all saw each other, we were uh, sitting in Zeus's living room watching the content from Dubai. Right. You guys have been well since then. Excited to be together again. Yeah, it's going to be another episode of trivia. And uh, as everybody knows, when we do trivia, scoring is always a challenge. But uh, we're going to get to that later, of course. We'll figure yeah. out score. We'll figure out scoring tonight. We will. I think we'll fuck it up, but that's okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. Other than uh, hanging out with the the great Gamir Murph, how have you been? I've been doing okay. <laughs> actually, with all the snow that we have had over the last few months, I've actually, the timing's been well. I spent last Saturday shoveling out some of my neighbors and uh, listening to King's stories and relating King. to the, the misery. King. Stop, uh, tr- stop trying to align yourself with King's misery. Come on. And I don't mean Stephen King's misery. No, George King. Exactly. Hey, Murph, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you bother me. <laughs> and then you say, fuck you, King. And he'd be like, oh, yeah. And you fucking write 20 check marks out of there. Anyway. King. King. Oh, he's God. Like, <laughs> he'd be squinting. He's like, teeth come out. Like, huh? <laughs> fucking King. Uh, anyways, boys, we uh, usually start these episodes by going into last week. Last week, we did 
the fabulous number one best-selling compilation album, Kiss World. Not to be confused with Piss World. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a special theme park. That's a that's that's the two for one deal that Rye Guy got at the fucking video store. Ten bonus points, Murphy. If you can remember the name of the store from college. Oh shit! Even I, I can't. Even I, I can't remember that. All I know that it was on one thirty eight. Correct. Yep, and it was right next to what famous rest Chinese restaurant? Lock and Roll. No, oh, you would No, oh, Shred. No, it was next to Ho Yan. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Right, we had a few options. Yeah. I know that's true. Beyond. Three yes, Chinese food, like grape soda. <laughs> Three Chinese food restaurants within like a ten foot radius of each other. So, do you oh, remember the story? I we were ordering food, and I asked them if they had any grape soda. And like, yes, we have a grape soda. What kind? Like <laughs> grape. <laughs> yes, grape soda. What kind? I tell my son that story. All the time, I tell, I tell. There's actually a walk and roll in my hometown. I know we're talking about Ho Yan, but but it, there's a walk and roll. There's Ho Yan. Oh, there's a walk and roll. I think in um in Arlington as well. Oh my! Do you God. remember how they used to answer when you called? Walk and roll, what you order? <laughs> That's what they used to say. Great. Here we <laughs> go. Say. We are wildness. Oh, here we go. We've just been fired. This episode won't even make it. All right. It's all good. You know, we love them. Um, anyways, we talked about Kiss World last week, Tom. Yes, we did. And uh, as usual, we start with the poll. And I think the poll was about which awesome song off the debut album wasn't on Kiss World that should have been. Right. Yep. So Kiss World, uh, the quote unquote best of another compilation. So there was a lot of things that were that were left off that uh, th- that compilation. We could have put a d- bunch of different things in the poll, but we chose to focus on the debut album, which had nothing on there. Uh, and we said, what song off the debut should have been included in Kiss World? Black Diamond, Deuce, Cold Gin, or Strutter? And Black Diamond won with 35%. Deuce came in second at 29%. Strutter at 23%. Cold Gin, thankfully, came in last at 13%. Um, so now Murph, are you, f- were you familiar with the kiss world compilation? I, I, I would think you would because it's got Shandy on it. I have to say, I am not familiar with the album. I was pleasantly surprised that to hear Shandy was on it. And I was actually surprised that George took the high road on it. He didn't really badmouth Shandy last week when well, reviewing the food. album. Who the fuck is George? <laughs> As I'm saying it, I'm going, whoa, th- th- this is back right. up. Yeah. Beep, so beep. That's all right. It's all good. But no, but it's funny because we, you know, and we'll get into some of the comments here on, on Twitter because we, we always have some poll comments. Um, Bill Sharp uh, says, he, I voted for Deuce. Kiss World needs more demon. Black Diamond will be my second choice. In reference to Black Diamond's absence from compilations, it's not on Kiss 40 or the box set, which with that many tracks, you would think it would would have made it in at least one of those releases. We talked about this. Kiss World was our fourth compilation review. All four of them do not have Black Diamond on it yet. So that's ridiculous. Oh, and then uh, our buddy Baco brings the Kiss hate as always. He goes, how about Kiss has enough compilation records? Yes, we know that. They do. 
Dude, uh, he is one miserable bastard these days. You know, you know what I think's happening? I think I figured out because he's doing all these grunge reviews, he's becoming just miserable. Like he's just he's listening to too much Alice in Chains and Hole and all that so shit. So do I. I don't fucking all of a sudden hate Kiss because of it. I doesn't I don't listen to fucking Soundgarden all of a sudden I say Van Halen sucks. I want to sell my fucking Eddie Van Halen guitar. He sold like his Kiss dolls or whatever he was selling. It's like, oh shit, I don't need these anymore. I'm like, Whoa. shame on him. Shame yeah, on him. It's just, ugh. what uh, happened to Baco? Yeah, Baco, respond to that. What happened to you? What happened exactly. to you? Exactly. You need some kiss love? We'll give it to you. Uh, our buddy Graham, a kiss concert or compilation isn't complete without Deuce. Oh, this is a great Twitter handle Pocket Rocket Ride. <laughs> Ace needs to be represented. Shock me needs to make an appearance on a compilation. They're never going to put Ace on a compilation with Tommy Thayer on the cover. It's never going to happen. On the fly, how the heck does Black Diamond only get on one of the gazillion compilations that they've done? Chris Vickery, did we even need Kiss World released? No, we didn't. I feel if they did put those songs on it, everyone would be saying we've already got those songs. That's a good point. And that's why I wasn't going to fight too much about not having the you know songs off the debut are harder than hell although it is called best of i i said last week i enjoy the 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 variation on the set list i like i'm a legend tonight and shandy and unholy and uh, it's it's interesting our buddy do said selfishly i want deuce but common sense says black diamond it's absurd that we haven't heard this kiss classic on any of the four previous compilation yeah exactly um lt shoes cold gin has got to be on there no way do any of the others have the ability to hook someone in everyone loves a good drinking song Todd Harrig, a current or at least recent version of Black Diamond wouldn't suck. A record like this just screams to have a few live tracks included. Eh, if they, I don't think they're going to put an Eric Carr or Eric Singer version of Black Diamond on there. Andrew James, for many reasons, it has to be Black Diamond. Steve, Black Diamond and Strutter should be on any compilation. Both have been staples of the live show from the very start. Having to choose, I'd go for Black Diamond. Jay Cron, all four should have been on it. But if I'm going to pick one, it's Strutter. Oh, and then our buddy Tony from Restrain, who has been sipping the same cocktail that Baco has with his kiss hate. Uh, none of them. Why does this even exist? How many of these do we need? That's how we need none. That's how many. And I told them they exist so that we can discuss why they shouldn't exist. Dave Cranson of the major kiss compilations, Black Diamond only appears on double platinum. Yep, that is true. Very true. Uh, and then let's get into some episode-specific comments, and then we will move on. Uh, so some episode-specific uh, tweet comments. George Harker, this is one of my favorite compilations because it is different. I'm glad the last two albums are represented, but agree, you can't call this the best of without some of the classics. Where's Drago? Uh, he is overseas. I believe Where's Drago is in uh, somewhere over in Europe. I'm not sure where. Um I don't know if he's in the UK or not. Uh, it says it was a hit album here. I don't know who bought it because I'm a fan and I gave it a miss. And that is one butt ugly cover. My God, look at it. And that's nothing against who's wearing what makeup and all that tired nav- narrative. It's just fugly. David Cathy, during the recap of last week's show, if you can't bob your head back and forth to Jack Panacchio's music, something is wrong. <laughs> Mamma mia, mamma mia, mamma mia, 
Nice. I like that. Um, oh, then my buddy Murph, who's presently here with us, he says something happened with the episode. It stopped after only 93 minutes. Yeah, compilation episodes are going to be short because we don't do tracks. We don't rank them. We don't rank the tracks. So they're a little bit shorter depending on the type of compilation that it is. MD, didn't take long for you guys to go off the rails this week, did it? I'm actually impressed. Hashtag Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy Costa Vucinas. Puts, he posts a picture of a woman with an angry look on her face, and he says, listeners, wives, as Zeus is breaking down the definition. Nice. Alessandro Rourke, I think fans are allowed to complain about releases like this. Clearly, no effort was put in it. They just knew fans would buy it regardless. Eh, maybe. Could be. I don't know. Who knows? Let's see. Our buddy Mike over at 80s Glam Metal. Imaginary theme park. I love it. <laughs> that would have That could have been its own episode. Tony again says, I had no idea this was even a thing. Yeah, well, a lot of people didn't know this. Um, our buddy, this is Brian, uh, TXN Brian. I'm assuming that means Texan Brian. Great episode. No early album tracks. Not a very good selection on the front. Uh, Zeus and Tom do a deep dive. Wonderful to hear. Thank you, Brian. Kind words. <laughs> Sean McNair had a great one. We've been waiting two years for you to do Kiss Exposed. And you do Kiss World? <laughs> that just made me laugh. Uh, don't worry. We're getting to all of those. Patience, my young Jedi. So uh, that's some Twitter stuff, Zeus. Awesome. Tom, before I get to like Facebook stuff, uh, we did yeah. get a DM from Rick Rara on Facebook. Yes. And he wrote, another good episode this week. Only complaint, it was too short. LOL. Maybe some random bonus, quote, watch along, end quote, episodes in the future. If you get some extra time, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, God. The Jerky Boys movie. (laughs) Here's my favorite part. That's why I had to read this. Okay. Different strokes. (laughs) Oh, no. I know what he says. I remember this. The bicycle shop episode would be great. Come on, Rick. What the fuck, dude? So, first of all, that's when the guy from WKRP plays like a fucking child, like rapist. Yeah, the Maytag man. Gordon Jump. He plays the pedophile. Like, enticing them to come back in his bike shop. And he gets them, he gets like Arnold and his buddy Dudley. Yeah. And his and Dudley's father, who looks like Cedric Maxwell. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that guy. I know I remember. Ass, he has some big ass teeth. That guy, <laughs> big teeth. Um, and he gets like he like I think he fucking like fondles Dudley, 
Yes, but Arnold got away, but Dudley got a fucking got like molested. I, I remember that, it, but it's, it's it, but it's bad because anybody our age, we talk about different strokes. As soon as you say bicycle episode, everybody <laughs> because it because it affected us, and we were that age when the episode came out. What? Why the fuck does he want us to do a watch along? Because anybody who I knows Rick one fucking dude, any look, we love Rick, big fan of the show. Rick, Rick's, Rick's needs help. Okay, Rick needs some help. I just right. the bicycle episode. <laughs> Murph, what do you think right now when Dudley's walking funny coming out of the back room with the guy? Hey, you guys doing anything to add? You guys gonna do a live stream watch along of our uh, kiss exposed? No, no, no. We're gonna do a live stream watch along of the bicycle episode <laughs> from different strokes. Not not to mention that anything for Revenge of the Nerds, those guys who would have done eight to twelve years prison time for stuff they did in that one. Well, there's yeah. your, there, there's the common thread. Rick wants us to watch shows that have sexual assault in them. <laughs> you do a sex crime? <laughs> yeah, we'll watch Borat while we're at it. Oh, jeez. Can I put a can I put a camera in the woman's toilet? <laughs> uh, no, you can't do that. Okay. Anyway, um, go ahead. YouTube. YouTube. She Wolf Siren. Ooh. I kind of like know, that. Tom, this sounds a little familiar. Okay. What are you guys finally, in capital letters, gonna release your commentary on Kiss Meets Phantom of the Park? Oh boy. It's been a whole three months now since you hinted at it in your Scooby Doo Kiss movie commentary. I'm still waiting. Murph is too. By the way, have you seen the Kissery Science Theater commentary and Dr. Fuck commentary on it? They're a scream, an absolute riot. Can you just be as good, if not better? I can tell you that uh, KST one is fucking legendary. I loved it. It is good. Those, it those is good. Those guys are awesome. Those guys, the innovators of Kiss podcast. We love those guys. Uh, I haven't heard the Dr. Fuck one. I have no idea. All I know is he runs that fucking page that the idiot that does all the Paul shit pokes yeah. all this crap on his stuff. You know, who, you know who else did a watch along episode of Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park? Our buddy Chris Jericho did that. Yeah. No. Yep. Yep. His was, his was great, too. Exactly. Murph, what's up? Quick question. I don't know if you guys saw it, but both of you are big Scooby-Doo fans. Um, Hell yeah. Th- thoughts on the Axl Rose appearance i saw that yeah i know i saw that that's weird man i don't know that's that's unusual but hey whatever i don't know i didn't see, i saw a couple uh stills stills of it i didn't see the episode but yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird mtl voots that's a buddy costa yeah by the way how's your coach doing these days over in montreal uh oh, who got God. fired today oh claude claude julien <laughs> the puck go down we played an excellent game tonight. Tonight. That's my Claude impression tonight. I like it. Uh, he's a good guy. I love Claude. Got a, he's a, good, he's got a yep. Stanley Cup. I agree. Yeah, he's a good guy. Greatest part in the last 10 years of sports radio in Boston is that fucking um, caller, that female caller. They used to ask, uh, ask, like, not ask a pink hat. It was the oh. other one. Drunk Bruins recap. Oh, those were the best. When <laughs> on um, what do you call it? Touch, Touch and rich. rich. Yeah. Yep. yep. And they asked the girl 
who's the Bruins coach? Because <laughs> they're all these bandwagon people that jumped on the Bruins bandwagon. And they're like, uh, I don't really remember his name. I think his name is Ralph. He's like handsome. <laughs> they put out his face, Claude Julian's face on T-shirts and called it Handsome it Ralph. Ralph. He yeah, looks like Curly from the Three Stooges. He does. I remember that Handsome Ralph. Oh. <laughs> Who not only, He's a good coach, but no one's calling Claude Julian Handsome. Handsome, handsome Ralph. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, over here at Costa. Plan to listen to the podcast while getting some work done Sunday morning. Did not figure that would be lowering the volume. Yep. And finally bringing out the headphones within 10 minutes while Zeus was researching the cultural appropriateness of Sonny Pukaki. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Felt like I was 12 again and trying to watch Emmanuel Ooh, on yes. French TV, but forced to mute the audio so my parents would not hear. Tipper Gore is going to demand you slap a parental advisory warning on the podcast before it is allowed to be downloaded. It is. Our podcast always says explicit on it. It's true. Yep. Because I have to click it every time I put the episode up. So, yes. Uh, Devin Duggan says, great episode, guys. And then, of course, Mr. YouTube himself, Marty White. Uh Uh-oh. My understanding is that there's a new Kiss World amusement park in the works. Ridiculous. It employs most of the former Kiss members. The only exception is Bruce, since he has a real job. Peter is the carnival barker of sorts. Vinny's role is akin to the bearded lady. Ace is the target in a game called Shoot the Drunk. He staggers around the game area while the players try to shoot him with vodka-loaded Water pistols. Word is he staggers so much it's impossible to hit him. Then there's the main show. Current Kiss plays two songs three times a day. It's a fascinating moment no one has ever seen before. Paul starts on the main stage begging people to say his name. When he is satisfied, he zip lines out to a second stage and sings Love Gun and I Was Made for Loving You. What if Kiss is not inventive? There's also a booth Gene developed. It's called. It's called. Drop a deuce with Gene. Players challenge Gene. This is why we love Marty. Players challenge Gene. To a bean and cheese burrito <laughs> eating contest. The person who can eat more burritos without taking a deuce wins. Word is Gene has never lost. Kiss World is a mobile park coming to a town near you, summer 22. As Bill Simmons would say, Murph, these are our listeners. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, God. On Instagram, we don't usually go over on Instagram, but. You guys should check out our Instagram page. There's a lot more comments these days. Drew Ev, I think he's better known as I Love It Louder, right? Uh, listening as I write this. Well, that's nice. Uh, over on Facebook, Matt Wallace. What is Paul so pissed off about? And what's the deal with the ridiculous green ovals around Cheater Chris's eyes? <laughs> Settle down with the house paint already. Yeah. 
And then he also made the comment, how fucking stupid can we make an album cover? See above. It's pretty bad. Graham Richley, the most pointless compilation of all time. Even the title and cover are pointless. The track listing seems like a Paul Vanity project. And the lack of career-spanning artwork and commentary means it isn't even worth buying for a hardcore fan. I don't own it. I'd rather spend my money on more worthwhile kiss crap. <laughs> I, I like that worthwhile kiss crap. I love it. Over on Loudcaster's page, Tom. Yep. Good old Tony Smith, and we and we're very happy to hear Tony's doing better. Exactly. Um, God bless Tony. Yeah, God bless you, babe. Wish you luck in the future. Say, Say your a prayer. prayer. Yeah. See you later, fruitcake. Uh, <laughs> good thing you didn't review Kiss Classics. That oh. would be a very short episode. I heard Cycle Circus is the only track on it. Uh, that is the uh, basically Jigatu Renzudin uh, CD, which is basically Kiss redoing the songs, right? The yep. Those classic songs. And then a couple of those redone songs ended up on the Scooby-Doo Correct. DVD. Yep. Yeah. Matt Wallace over here says Tommy Bukaki Thayer. Come on, oh, come on, be nice, man. We love Tommy Daniel Reister. I have it on CD and LP. It's a lot. Yep. Paul has duck lips by Stephen <laughs> Stacy. Are Tommy and Eric not allowed to look forward? Mm. Ah, true. Tommy kind of is. That was from Stephen Stacy. Paul has du- Paul has lemon lips. Lemon lips. If you put a lemon on, on the side, yeah. it looks like his lips, like little edges, but then big fat portion in the middle. <laughs> Pinocchio Jack, I'm done. Ha ha, Sonny Bukaki. But for for this, I feel this Kiss World was a taste of pop songs in a few countries. E.g., Shandy came off Unmasked. Because Unmasked was a big album in Australia. Yep. Although songs like Black Diamond are huge in many countries, I think they just added just added some songs in there. So what songs made it in some countries, I don't know about the Crazy Night. Crazy Nights is big in England. I can yep. tell you that. It is. Um, and this album came out first in England. So that gives me diarrhea when I hear it. <laughs> oh, man. Also... My partner heard when you said in the last podcast that she does appreciate it a lot and she takes very good care of me. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Well, we're glad that your partner takes care of you, Jack. And uh, we know you're a fucking cool guy because you, what did he post along with someone else, Tom, right? So, yeah, so Jack and uh, our buddy John from Boston, we want to give big shout-outs to them because they both got themselves some new shout-it-out Loudcast t-shirts from Click T-Shop, and uh, they posted those pictures on social media, which is awesome. So thank you guys so much for uh, getting those shirts, for giving our buddy Ed uh, some business there, helping us out, spreading the word. And for anybody else that's getting any shout-out Loudcast gear, you know, share that stuff on social media. It's awesome. Um, so thank you to to both of you guys for doing that. That's great. We appreciate that very much. Wear them proudly. Yeah. And that is from click T shop. Yep. Dot com. Thank yep. you very much. And that's it on my end, Tom. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, a couple more things. I got one more DM on Facebook from our buddy Craig Moran. He goes, he says, hi, guys. I'm listening to the episode right now. Personally, I don't even know why you're bothering with this release. There are too many compilations. This is just one more. As far as the analysis of the actual packaging, Universal just slapped this together. No care into the visual, into the visuals or anything else. The one thing that I wonder is whether the purpose of a lot of the track listing is to focus on albums that maybe didn't sell as well. I can't figure it out. Purely another cash grab by the record company. Unless you're a completist, there's no reason to own this. Um, we and, all and, Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I just said, I said, you know, because it's the most recent compilation, has unusual track selection. We wanted to cover it. You know, and he's like, yeah, he goes like, I get it. I wasn't criticizing. He's like, I just think the album is silly. Silly, silly. There's two Peter songs, no Ace songs. Take out Hard Luck Woman and replace it with Shock Me or New York Groove. So Craig Moran, big fan, get into a little dialogue there, which is cool. Uh, now we have a couple quick emails we want to run through here. We got one from the email address is rush is Lee Lifeson Peart. Yes, we know that. So thank you for that email. Uh, and he's talking about the, uh, he was a little late to the party. So he's commenting on the, she episode with that we had with Suddy with for Valentine's day. He said, very imaginative and enjoyable podcast to listen to. Sounds like all three of you put a lot of work into it. I've never heard any KISS podcast like this one ever before anywhere. A lot of fun to listen to. Awesome, awesome job. That's from Anthony. Anthony, thank you. We appreciate that very much. And then we got one from Greg Gould. Sorry I'm doing this the lazy way, but have you guys ever made a live show lineup using the solo albums? If so, I'll look for it. If you haven't, I think that would be a fun show. I really enjoy what you guys do. Thanks for all the entertainment, Greg. Yeah, we included when we do our real Kiss Alive's, the solo albums was involved in one of that. We we did side four of Alive Two solo albums in Dynasty. So check that check that uh, that episode out. I believe that's the real Kiss Alive three. We did that. And then David Clark, uh, hey, shout it out loud team for the imaginary and failed Kiss World amusement park. You forgot one can't miss ride. It's the Gene Simmons. It's a small world ride where you visit as many women throughout the various countries represented and see how many countries you can travel to before you get syphilis. <laughs> great episode. 
Great episode as usual. Good info and laughs as always. Agree that the album Kiss World is an odd compilation. It's not a recent compilation. It's not a full catalog compilation. Seems like a, we have a record contract to fulfill. Let's throw this together and call it done situation to me. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work, guys. David C. Indiana. Shout it out loudcast fan. David, awesome. Thank you so much, buddy. Big appreciation for that. And we're going to wrap up our comments here with some really nice words from one of our biggest fans. Earliest fans. Exactly. I was going to say our biggest and earliest fans and supporters of the show. And that is the great David Cathy. Uh, and he had a couple really, really wonderful things to say to us on Twitter. He said, we love you guys. You make the show wonderful to listen to. You guys are funny as fuck. Then he comment continued and says, you guys have touched a lot of lives and we appreciate everything you two do. You bring a lot of happiness, a lot of laughter to all of us. You have the greatest podcast I've heard for kiss. We don't want you to change because you guys are the funniest MFers out there. We love you guys, David. That it means a lot. Uh, we know that you are a podcast legend, that you're a big fan of a ton of different shows out there. Uh, and to hear words like that really means a lot. Uh, so you are the comment of the week, big fan. And uh, we're fans of you as well, David. So thank you for taking the time to write those words. We appreciate that very much. Yeah, that was awesome. Comment of the week, Mr. David Cathy. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Yep. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Before we go off into Kiss World, we want to give a nice big shout out to Brian Stone. Brian is a our newest Patreon subscriber. And uh, Brian, and we greatly appreciate Brian's support. Patreon is uh, an app or a website, patreon.com, or you can find out more about Patreon on our episode in the notes section. If you download this or find us on any of the podcast um, software that you use to listen to us, you'll find links to patreon.com, links to our email, all sorts of things. And uh, if you have any questions about it or you're interested, take a look, see what you find out there. And if you're interested, shoot us a question. But, uh, Brian, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And, uh, Tom, as you like to say, welcome to the ride. Absolutely. Brian, thank you so much. And thank you to all the Patreon, uh, members out there. The family is growing. So, uh, we can't, we can't, can't tell you how much we appreciate that. So thank you. And a big shout out to Brian stone for, uh, this week, our newest member. Thank you. Yep. Awesome. Tom, what we usually do is we, uh, head on over to kiss world. So, Tom, what do we got? Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, we talked about a pre-order that was um, mysteriously found on Target's website, and it was called uh, Off the Soundboard, and it was available on CD and vinyl format. Uh, there were no notes. There was no photos of the product. Of course, I pre-ordered it because it's Kiss, and I'm going to take a gamble on it. Uh, but apparently it was leaked out. Well, not leaked. It was released today that um, when we did talk about this, we did say how there were rumors that it was going to be a Tokyo show from 2001, which everyone was like, that's a weird rumor. That That's weird. That's weird. Apparently that is the case. So um, bravewords.com, great website for rock news. They do a lot of kiss stuff. 
Um, they released a small article we posted on our social media, uh, and it says Kiss have launched a new official bootleg live series called Off the Board. Starting the series will be a performance at the Tokyo Dome in Japan from March 13th, 2001. The show comes from the band's vault of soundboard recordings, and this is a concert with Paul, Gene, Ace, and Eric Singer. It's going to be a triple vinyl. The packaging is kind of unique. Um, it has like the, the Kiss Army logo. It says Kiss Off the Soundboard, Tokyo 2001. It's a triple vinyl, and the set list is wild. It's got stuff from uh, all the eras. Uh, it includes Talk to Me. It includes um, Shock Me, Psycho Circus, God of Thunder, Love Gun, I Still Love You, Black Diamond, Firehouse, you know, Deuce, all the hits. Um, so if you're a completist, and uh, this is a unique uh, item to have because it includes the original three and then Eric Singer on drums. So that information came out today. Now, when I pre-ordered it on from Target, the anticipated release date was for March. Um, this pre-order is available from Amazon UK and Amazon US, and they're saying that the this is going to be available in June. So we all know pre-orders uh, can change at the drop of a hat because they are pre-orders. Nothing's been confirmed. So that's big news. Uh, it's exciting news. I saw some other chatter on Facebook that this looks like this might be something forthcoming. Uh, and if that's true, I think that's pretty awesome seeing that Kiss might be releasing uh, live shows. That being said, this is a very odd one to release. Zeus, what do you think about releasing kind of a weird lineup like this? Well, I'm thinking out loud that Peter's live performance couldn't cut it. Yeah, probably right. And so they're like, all right, find someone with Eric on it. Because if you listen to uh, Peter's stuff, it doesn't sound good. So yep. let's find something with Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the fans won't give a shit because Ace is on there. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, again, for me, is the Ace Eric Singer fucking version of Kiss something I got to have? Not really. But I don't mind it. It's something different. Let's take it. Yeah. But you throwing out the fact that Psycho Circus is on there. Is that a positive thing, Tom? It is not a positive thing. Uh, it's a pretty big set list. For, for a compilation to have three records, that's unusual. Usually you see a double vinyl. Um, so it's a, it's a big set list, and it's, 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 it's got a lot of stuff on it. So I don't know. I think, you know, again, it's on CD. I know you're a CD guy, so it might be something you want to add to the collection. It's a live show. Of so. course I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Now, this is by Kiss correct it is according to this information it is saying that they're that they're calling them official bootlegs meaning they're off the soundboard like that's what they're calling them um and it does have the kiss logo on it yeah it's being sold at places like amazon and target which don't sell bootlegs so yeah and what i was thinking well nowadays you can find all sorts of crazy shit on there but it reminds me of pearl jams you know, back in the early 2000s. Exactly. When they would all of a sudden you would have all these live versions and I was buying all these Pearl Jam, yep. Mans- anything that any performance of theirs in Mansfield I bought for yep. like a three year period. So, and it does say yeah. that, the, and, it, and it does say that Universal Music and Mercury is behind this. So, um, if this is a sign of things to come, like you said, if they, if they start doing similar things to what Pearl Jam did, that, that, that'd be great. So, especially it's if it spans, bomb. it's exactly, it's different, it's unique. But we'll take it. Yep. Another thing that came out today that was interesting was that I didn't know that this existed. And the fact that the story came out today, I'm assuming it's new information. And it's saying that Kiss is going to be going to uh, the Hard Rock Hotel in Atlantic City, New Jersey 
on August 21st, which is about a week before they're supposed to come to Mansfield. So this bodes well. But the interesting thing is they're selling tickets to the show, but it's not being called the end of the road tour. This is a show that's being called, quote, an evening with kiss. What do we think that is about? Zeus, you start Murph. You can give some thoughts to Zeus. What do you, what do you think this means when they're calling? This is not another show on the end of the road tour. They're calling it an evening with kiss and they are selling tickets to it. Well, for me, an evening with always makes me think that it's an informal setting Yep, and it's kind of acoustic and, or a slow, like a small group informal gathering at a small little club or something. Yep. And I, I feel like maybe it'll be stripped down versions of songs, something that kiss, I would never expect them to do now. Yep. But if this is what it is, fuck yeah. Sounds awesome. Murph, what do you think? What, 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 what's your interpretation of an evening with kiss? Yeah. I, I think to your point, Zeus, uh, stripped down, uh, depending on how much longer the restrictions are in place. Is this possibly uh, a warm-up for the following weekend beyond? Uh, you know, are they going to have a chance to really practice much over the next few months? And is this an opportunity where they can just work together, play together, and do it in a in a more intimate setting and just get a feel of how they're coming along? Yeah, it's interesting because um, so they're supposed to be. If you go on their website, their tour is supposed to start back up in June over in Europe. Those, those dates are still active. They weren't supposed to come back to the U S until our show, um, in Mansfield mass at the Xfinity center on August 18th. Okay. This show is on August 21st. So I was wrong. This show is after our show. I'm sorry. This show is after our show. So they're going to be, according to the, the, the tour calendar, they're going to be playing August 18th in Massachusetts, August 19th in Maine, and then they're going to the Hard Rock in New Jersey, and then they're going to Connecticut after that. So I don't know. We don't know what this is. I guess it's going to be something to keep our eyes out and see if Evening with Kiss actually means anything or what. So just thought that was interesting. So yeah, uh, Zeus, you had a couple of little news tidbits to throw in there before we get to our game. Yeah. So a couple quick things. First one is Paul started releasing a song <laughs> from his solo album, IOI, something like that. Yep. Honestly, Tom, I listened to it. I actually kind of liked it. Okay. I love, but I love that R&B kind of stuff, Motown and the Temptations and stuff. Oh, I do too. I just don't want to hear him do it. It doesn't sound like him though. There's okay. a lot of, it seemed like there's a lot of finagling, but yeah, okay. it's just, I thought it was pretty good. And then he's like, oops, I, I, don't, I guess I wasn't supposed to release this. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I know he's promoting his son's got a new video out there too. So he's promoting something Evan just did. And he's been we talking did, about that. Yep. We did talk about that. Yep. No, no, this is a new one. Oh, a new one. I'm sorry. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Big Evan, Evan Stanley fan. Are you? Uh, no, I'm not, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to be. No, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, I know that Eric Carr's sister was doing some live auctions and yes. Bruce is continuing that too. So take a look at those, those Eric Carr and Bruce Kulik live auctions. Give them some love because both of those camps are fucking awesome people so yeah those live auctions um uh, we've mentioned them before so on on facebook there's a couple live auction groups there's two of them there's one particular guy that does the auctions named kenny begley and he's the one that seems to do a lot of the work with eric carr or bruce he does unbelievable stuff really really great stuff 
So check those out, even if you just want to watch for entertainment. But if you're interested in stuff, especially when you see Bruce or Eric Carr's uh, family being involved, it's very cool. You like to watch? I love to. I I love to watch. I love to watch. Absolutely, baby. Yep. Um, And then also, I know Tommy had a little interview going with him talking about how big the stage was at Dubai. Thanks, fucking (laughs) big, (laughs) big surprise there. We could see it, buddy. Yeah, they had. Then they had. Uh, they followed up with Captain Obvious interview. I mean, really? Oh, that's what you get out, Tommy Thayer. That's what you get out of that interview. Come on, man, do better than that. And Not then, Tommy. Yeah. I'm saying the interview would do better than that. Yeah, I saw Tommy had some video of him making some fucking mimosas or some sort of alcoholic drink or something recently, or either yeah. on uh, on social media. Hey guys, well, did at we least- ever? Go sorry, ahead, did we ahead, ever bro. get an explanation as to what happened in the first seventy five seconds of the Dubai show? Yeah, the editors fucked up. <laughs> I, I believe that, that I believe the episode, like the bootleg, or not the bootleg, but the further version that people got that paid extra, yeah, did have the original. They fixed it so that the original coming down, everything is yeah. included. Yeah. I believe. I'm glad yeah. to see Tommy doing some stuff, you know, like living life and having some fun because he's not doing what fucking Gene's doing. Who stockbroker Simmons? <sighs> what the fuck is up with him? Dude, he's like Two Face from like Batman. He's he's either Stockbroker Simmons or Grumpy Gene, or because he's either pissing off and arguing with fans about whatever, or he's talking about his Bitcoin. And it's always with the repeat of the person's awful Twitter hang. I love that. I love that. Yep. No, I eat cat poop. (laughs) I am not telling you what to do. It's up to you, the investor. To find out what you think is right. And it's just, everything is simply, I just bought $50,000 worth of fucking tickle my pickle coin. <laughs> and, and you should, you know, make your own mind. Make up what you want of it. <laughs> and then people like, like Gene, you're the god of thunder. Just, pay, just play bass. No, I won't sit on your face.com. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to continue. It's like, what? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Murph, you see these. What do you think about stockbroker Simmons slash grumpy Gene? <laughs> it, it, it almost makes me miss pandemic, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> see, I like the way stockbroker Simmons like handles these things. At least he's like himself. I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> it's true. He <laughs> the thing the thing that makes it the thing that makes me laugh about Gene's tweets is that I'm reading them in our voice doing yeah. Gene. Yeah. So that that's what that's what that's why they're funny. Like it's, it's just, always the yeah. <laughs> lick my cornhole. Uh lick my cornhole on a rainy Tuesday. I never said that. You said that. You don't know me. I don't know you. I oh. will do what I like to do. Oh, oh it's, just, it's just fucking. He's great. But, uh, yeah, it's he's, Gene. It's so Gene. somebody, this is a great one right here. Gene posted something about uh, calling somebody a liar. And the guy responded with relax, big fella. <laughs> so Gene Simmons <laughs> responded to it and wrote, Okay, little fella. <laughs> like that, like that shit is funny to me. <laughs> and it's always like he's like, I will not. You don't know me. 
that is not true. That this is a real quick before we move on. This is great. Somebody somebody responded to him and said, Gene, they only say that because you keep putting out the same thing. You got to change it around a little bit, bro. Gene responds, No, I don't want to change anything, bro. bro. I just do I he goes, I just do whatever the hell I want to do because I want to, bro. <laughs> you do you, bro. Bro. Oh man. Oh, stockbroker Simmons. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Gotta love the characters. Oh no, it's just fucking genius shit. And him and his these fucking cryptocurrencies that he's buying. And he's like, it's obviously you're pushing this shit, trying to get that Reddit oh. crap going like all the other people did in GameStop. You know, the oh, next totally. fucking dead dead fucking stock instead of people buying into like JC Penny and fucking um GameStop. And so what was the other fucking horrible old company going out of business that people were buying bed and bath bed and bath yeah (laughs) why don't you start investing in a concept of a theater play called music from the elder coin (laughs) (laughs) oh god it's just the the, they just need to get back on stage just get fucking back on stage so yeah so that's that's kiss world or not the compilation i guess the news we're saying so yeah yes so Kiss Trivia 3. Yes. The running gag is what? That no one can keep score on this. And if you're a listener of the show since we did trivia in episode 36, we did trivia trivia in episode 61 where I won 20 to 19, although no one really knows what the fucking score was. That's always the tradition of these Kiss Trivia games is the score. So score is going to be kept by Murph. Although I'm secretly also going to be keeping score on the side here. I'm not even trying. So what we're doing is we're going to play to 20 and Murph is going to just run off the questions. He's going to say, Tom, this question is for you. He's going to ask me if I get it. It's one point. If I don't, Zeus has the opportunity to steal. After that, he's going to say, okay, Zeus, this question's for you. We're going to go back and forth until we get to 20. Hopefully we're not here all night. And we're not embarrassing ourselves as KISS fans. We've said this to me before, to you before. We're not experts here. We know KISS, but we don't know what the hell Murph is throwing our way. He's getting these questions from the KISS trivia game. So uh, this is going to be interesting. And, and the KISS Zeus- trivia game came out a little bit after the reunion. So right. that's the era, if you guys are listening for the first time, that's kind of where these questions came up from. Right around the reunion. At this point... Peter hadn't fucked up his return and neither did Ace. So everybody's in the group, supposedly happy. Who knows? Murph may throw in some curveballs. Maybe there's some additional questions. Oh no. Nope, nope. Uh, no, any of the questions no. that any of the questions I drafted is going to be after I have already been spoken to by Zeus on to follow the cards. Okay. These, yes. these questions are not from Sunny Pooney that Ooh. require the decoder pin yeah. straight from the game. It's Sonny Bukaki Pony. Get that straight. Correct. Correct. And this guitarist was born in a month where if you add up the first three letters of the month and multiply it by the week, Sonny, I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, buddy. Four. This is Murph. <laughs> just asking regular questions. So given that we're using the same deck of cards, for the third time that were given to me as uh, what appeared to be a drug deal. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Zeus's in a brown bag and a brown yep. bag. 
any of the cards used today will be put to the side and noted for Kiss Trivia 4, 5, and, and beyond. So hopefully if there's... For your family book night club, right? Exactly. <laughs> Who's going first? Let Tom go. I don't want to go first. Okay. Go. So, question one. Oh, no. I'm already nervous. Where did Bill Acoin see Kiss perform live for the first time? This is so embarrassing that I should know this because I, I remember <laughs> oh, I, this, is, boy. this is so embarrassing because this is such basic kiss shit because I know the story of this. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say it was the Popcorn Club, which was now known as Coventry. Or vice incorrect. versa. Fuck. Correct. That Zeus. is so bad. Where did Bill Acoin see Kiss perform live for the first time? How do we not know this? <laughs> Murph, you're, Murph, you're fired for embarrassing us. I just, for me, I'm like Bill Coin. I know this. You know why? Because I'm thinking of this with us doing Sean Delaney's book. Yes. Right. Yep. So Bill Coin, who was born in Massachusetts, and I know that he was born in Ayer, yep. Mass. I know stupid shit like that. I know like exactly. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Um, some so, sort of fucking theater. I know that. Um, see, if I had studied for this, I would have gotten this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I fucking, I have no yeah. idea. New York theater. The, something. the answer is the diplomat. Oh, August eleventh. Oh, yes, yes. The hotel, hotel. A hotel diplomat. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right. So now to Zeus. Hmm. How many people attended Kiss's first concert on January 30th, 1973? Is it multiple choice? No. All right. I think I know what it's less than. I'd say six. Incorrect. Tom, how many people attended Kiss's first concert on January 30th, 1973? A hundred. Incorrect. The answer, three. Oh, I put up two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna be here. We're, so we're gonna be here all night. Then you say if we play yeah, the twenty. I knew okay. it was less than ten. I know. All right. And, and I'll let you guys decide if you want to do an approximate. You nope. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So yeah, Tommy, right, we get it right. What busty English pop star did Paul Stanley date during the late nineteen eighties? Oh, that's got to be my girl Samantha Fox. That is correct. Yes. You say busty English pop star. Ooh, yeah. Samantha right. Fox. Naughty girls need love too, baby. One point for Thomas. She was fat in the ass. She was short too. She was like a little little thing. But she was stacked to the gills. <laughs> Racks. Good. Oh, man. Samantha Fox. Ooh. Ooh. Guys, need a couple minutes, or are you good? No. Okay. <laughs> what is Peter Chris's third wife's name? Is it Gigi? That is correct. Wow. All one right. Point. Zoo. All, All right. right. One one constantly. All right, Thomas. Last question on this card: Which member of Kiss survived a tragic fire in a club that killed twenty-two people, including two members of his band? creation see i don't know like zeus makes a face like oh so easy and meanwhile i'm like i don't know who the fuck 
this. I don't know who creation is. <sighs> I'm looking at Zeus. <laughs> very pensive. Uh, ace. Ace. Incorrect. Nope. Er- Erica. That is correct. Sorry. All right. <laughs> We've had this like a million times come up. Yeah, well, I think- talked about it in his in his DVD. We've talked about all this stuff. That was a year ago. I don't remember anything. And and a couple of his is- member of his band died. Yeah, it was fucking. He saved a bunch of people. <laughs> you know, if that was Gene, see you later. <laughs> he would have like, been like. Be, I was just gonna say, he'd be like Costanza. Yeah. Fire. You know the you know the you club know. comes equipped with fire exits. I then oh. sit out, Johnson. Oh, by the way, as a quick side tangent, Uh-oh. Tom, about three months ago, your godchild, my daughter. Yes. We thought we had a fire in the basement. Christina, myself, and Andrew run downstairs to check on it. Rachel's run out the door. <laughs> yes, I love it. That's what awesome. was the fire? Uh, it was something with the furnace. It was oh. steaming. It was oh, steaming. Yeah. Yeah. Did Eric the clown put it out with his shoe? <laughs> hey, man, the 60s are over. How do, you, All right. how, do you, how do you live with yourself? So Zeus is up 2-1 with the question going up to Zeus to increase the lead. Mm-hmm. Question, which member of KISS has a rose tattoo? Oh, come on. <laughs> Here we go. That would be Mr. Pandemic himself. All right. Pico Stanley. Pico. Murph, I don't know if we ever told you this. Like literally two years ago, the tweet was dated like 2019. Yes. It was a it was a comment from an old episode. We were talking about like like a Spanish kiss. And we said something about Pico Stanley. Some guy commented and goes, What is this about? I see my name in your in your comment, and his Twitter name was Pico Stanley. <laughs> he was a kiss fan. He was he goes, What is this all about? It came up like last month or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a two-year-old tweet. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, and we go. All right. All right. Thomas, down three to one. Your question. What was the number one tour in the world in 1996-1997? That was the Kiss Alive Worldwide Tour known as the Reunion Tour. That is correct. All right. All right. Three, two. Zeus, coming back to you. I found out. It's a found Why out. You're singing that. The world go round. This is Zeus's appeared, waiting music. Who appeared with Gene Simmons in the GHS Strings Punisher bass ad? Oh. Who appeared with Gene Simmons in the GHS Strings Punisher bass ad? I think I know this. Fuck what I know. Stan Lee? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knows. I don't that time to take a sip of water. Thomas for the steel. Is this the ad where he was? Is this the ad where he was without makeup, and then that guy Spiro, who was in makeup, was with him? They were face to face, so it looked like the two jeans facing each other. The answer, Spiro. Spiro Papadopoulos. Yes, the Greek guy. Yeah, he's like the most well-known Gene uh, guy ever. He looks just like Gene. Okay, All so right. I got that one. Spiro. Yeah. Three, three. Thomas, coming back to you. Yep. 
Whose suits are the members of Kiss wearing on the cover of Dress to Kill? Okay, this is one of two answers, and if I don't get it, Zeus will. I don't know about that. Okay. Whose uh, suits are the members of Kiss wearing on the cover of Dress to Kill? Okay, I believe Peter is wearing his own suit. Not that that's part of the answer. Uh, I. Oh, it's one of two guys. I'm going to go with Bill Coin. That is correct. Okay. I didn't know if it was Bill Coin or Sean Delaney. Okay. So you were up 4-3. Zeus coming to you. Where was Alive 2 recorded? Oh. Am I drawing a blank here? This is <laughs> tricky. It, it, it's so funny that you, you listen to these records for so long and just... And was it Madison Square Garden? I'm drawing a fucking blank. No. 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 Good job for the, the steel. I believe it was known as... I believe it was the Forum in L.A., that is correct. Yes. That is correct. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, wasn't there a massive billboard out there? Yes. That they had? Okay. Yep. All right. Yep, so there was. Tom, you're up 5-3. Question coming to you. All right. Uh, question. What coffee table book known as the Kiss Bible was released in May 1995? Oh, I regret not getting this. Uh, I believe that was Kistery. That is correct. Yes. All right. Six, three Zeus, your question. Where did the first ever official kiss convention take place? Oh, was this in, uh, first official Indianapolis, Indiana. Incorrect. Tom. That's what I was going to say. I'm not sure. Are they even talking about like the, the nineties conventions that we went to, or is this like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah, no, it, it's actually, th- this is a tough one. Okay. So where the fir- first ever official KISS convention take place? The Hyatt Hotel in Perth, Australia, February of 1995. Wow. Jesus. Okay, good one. Wouldn't have gotten that. All right. So, Tom, coming back to you. Yep. On their 1995 tour of Japan, KISS donated part of their earnings to what charity? 1995. <laughs> The Gene Simmons movie <laughs> career charity. <laughs> We're filming the sequel to Runaway. Help me with that. So you said 1995 Japan? On their tour, 1995 tour of J- Japan, Kiss donated part of their earnings to what charity? I don't know. Tsunami Relief Fund? Incorrect. Okay. What the fuck are these questions? Um, I would guess... Um, some sort of fucking uh, uh, Hiroshima World War II Memorial Fund. I don't know. All right. It was uh, to the victims of the Kobe earthquake. Which oh, I okay. Okay. So, all right. Zeus, I, I didn't up. know if it would have anything to do because I think, I think the word comes from – it sounds like a Japanese word. So I don't know if maybe it was like Bukaki related. So, but it wasn't apparently. So it was, it was the earthquake. So it was the sunny Bukaki relief fund. (laughs) All right. Zeus, which legend, which legendary English heavy metal band opened for kiss on their 1994 South American tour. Oh, which legendary English heavy metal band opened for kiss on their 1994 (sighs) South American tour. Hmm. Um, 
it's, I'm thinking it's one or two. Me too. <laughs> um, and he's going to guess the other one if I guess the, mine. Let's go with Judas Priest. Incorrect. Thomas. All right. Well, then I'm going to go with Iron Maiden. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Black wow. Sabbath. Oh, no shit. Really? Wow. Okay. Right. Thomas. Damn. What man of 1,000 faces did Gene Simmons idolize as a young boy? Lon Chaney. That is correct. All right. You are currently up seven to three. Ooh. Zeus, your question. In what year was the Kiss album Crazy Nights released? <laughs> wow, I'm surprised. Like, I, I actually knew this, so I'm, I'm surprised that. I know it's one or two years. I'm just drawing a fucking blank. Uh, I got a guess. So I'll say 87. You are correct. Yep. Oh. I know that Smashes Thrashes was 88. I know 88. it came out the year before. Yep. So. yep. All right. Smashes Thrashes. Oh. Tom, which KISS band member played in a band called Chelsea? Peter Chris. All right. Eight to Never have gotten that if something else didn't that's my, that's my rose tattoo question for the night. All right. Eight four. Zeus, your question. Where was Ace Freely born? The fucking back alleys? I don't know. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I would guess, I don't know, Queens? Incorrect. Thomas. Come on, Zeus. He's got a song. Oh, Brooklyn. Nope. Bronx. Bronx. That's it. That's it. Bronx boy. Correct. Yep. Which that All song right. is horrible. <laughs> All right. I have no idea about fucking New York. Can't tell any of the boroughs. I have no idea. I only knew that just because I know because of the song. That's it. So who's okay? Who's up back? Yeah, to your me? turn. You're up okay. nine four. Yep. Okay. All right. What are the names of Gene Simmons' children? Oh, Nick and Sophie. Jesus. Correct. Well, Zeus, you didn't want him to skip. Let's go by the cards. I got these side questions right here. All righty. <laughs> what is the name, Zeus? This is for you. Sorry. What is the name of Gene Simmons' magazine? Oh, oh God! Yep. Tongue. I'm sorry, Tongue. You are correct. All right, ten to five is the score right now. Tom Hung Magazine. Who has been Kiss's manager since 1996? <laughs> is it Chip Magoo? <laughs> Doc McGee. That is correct. Jesus. Eleven five. All right, Zeus. Which Playboy playmate? Coppertone model did Peter Chris marry in 1980? Oh, what's her fucking name? Oh, man. Linda something, isn't it? That is incorrect. What's her fucking name? Uh, Paul shits on her, shits on Peter all the time about her. I don't know. I, I don't know this. Okay. It's so, a model from the Playmate that no, Dr. Yeah, Dr. used him. The Playboy Playmate Coppertone model is Deborah Jensen. That's it. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Remember, Paul was like, I wonder if she would marry him if she knew he was the former drummer in the big band. Remember? Like, what a fucking dick thing this is. Dude, night. Paul Stanley lost Donna Dixon to Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> so he should settle down. So, ugh. Go ahead. All right. All right. 
Coming to you, Thomas. What is Peter Chris's daughter's name? Oh, um, is it Jenny? Jenny Lee? It is Jenny Lee. All right. Nice. All right. 12 to 5. Okay, Zeus, where was Ace Frehley's final concert with Kiss before reuniting with the band in 1996? Oh. Where was Ace Frehley's final concert with Kiss before reuniting with the band in 1996? So it must have been, they didn't even tour on it. They didn't tour on um, Elder. So um, I'll guess. Um, I will say somewhere in Australia. Let's let's go with Perth. Incorrect, Tom. Yeah, but they they, they didn't they didn't tour for the Elder, and uh, I, yeah, I'm just gonna guess somewhere in Australia. I don't know. Okay, no, it was Auckland, New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh, so was yeah. Zealand. Oh, shit. Yes. Okay. Okay. Damn. All right, Tom. Uh, last question on this card: Where did Peter reunite with Paul and Jean on stage for the first time since 1980? Where did Peter reunite oh, with Paul and Jean on stage for the first time since 1980? It was the Kiss convention, but I don't remember where it was. Was it the Indian Indianapolis Kiss convention? Incorrect. Zeus. L.A. Correct. Oh. Los Angeles Kiss Convention, June seventeenth, nineteen ninety-five. Oh man! So that is a point for Zeus. Ten. Uh, I'm sorry. Twelve to six. And Zeus, this question is coming back to you right now. What mm-hmm. role does Gene Simmons play in the movie "Wish You Were Dead"? A villain, but I don't remember his fucking name. No. Uh, what role? What role? Like the villain he played. The bad guy. I don't know. Yeah, okay. No, that, that is not the, the acceptable answer. Tom, what role does Gene Simmons play in the movie Wish You Were Dead? Well, I'm going to start off by telling you. I've oh, never wait, even wait, heard. Wish You Were Dead? Yes. Isn't that the transvestite? Go ahead. Is that? No. No. Isn't that the one with John Stamos? I'm going to be honest with you. I've never even heard of the movie. Okay. He plays an Italian hairdresser. No clue. Okay. Didn't know that one. All right. Still 12-6. Tom, your question. From 1992 through 1996, who were the tour band members in KISS? Well, give me the dates again. 1992 through 1996. Who were the band members touring? Come band on. Members? Gene, Paul, Bruce, and Eric Singer. Correct. Wow. Meanwhile, what character did Gene play? Yeah. <laughs> Zeus, what's Ace's blood type? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Zeus, <laughs> True. Zeus, which member of Kiss directed movies Ultimate Imposter and Cutter? Which member of Kiss directed movies Ultimate Imposter and Cutter with a C? Wow. Not Mr. Cater. What the fuck is this? No. You know the trick question I would guess would be Gene. Some shit movie I never heard of. That is Gene is not the answer. I have no clue. Okay. I've never what is it? 
Paul. What? He directed movies? Yep. Never heard of either one. When, when did that, did it say when they came out? No, it does not. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, Tom, your question. What is Peter Chris's birth date? Oh, come on. Are you for real? Sonny. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know. It was 1940 something. I have no idea. Okay. Zeus, do you know his birth date? 1943, something like that. And it's December 20th, 1945. Ah, Jesus Christ. All right. Birthdays. Uh, Zeus, what was Vinnie Vincent's kiss character? The Ankh Warrior or the Wiz? One of those they called it. Yeah, they refer to it here as the Egyptian Warrior. Warrior. The yeah. Ankh Warrior. The, the Egyptian Magician? Yes, my name is Tarbash, the Egyptian Magician. I do magic act. <laughs> then I bring Mountain Cat that I terrorize people with. Then okay. I take... You bring a cat, okay. Then, then I bring Flying V on stage... Then maybe for encore, I choke some of the faculty staff. <laughs> okay, you okay. choke the staff. Okay. <laughs> then I choke Gene Simmons. <laughs> okay. The Egyptian. Oh God, go ahead. The Egyptian magician. <laughs> I love the girl. The girl is so excited. <laughs> oh, the Egyptian magician. <laughs> then I come with whip. <laughs> that is one of the stupidest ways because you can hear him laughing because he's like holy shit this woman's really paying attention to me is the egyptian magician well you oh. better not bring the mountain cat with you the first time <laughs> go ahead murph all right uh tommy your question what kiss compilation album was released in november 1996 Kiss compilation album released in November 1996. Okay, so that was in conjunction with the conjunction junction. <laughs> What's your function? All right, that was for the reunion. So if 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 I'm thinking correctly, we we reviewed this. I believe that was Greatest Kiss. That is correct. Yeah. All oh, right. Greatest Kiss came out in seven ninety seven. Oh, yeah, it says there ninety six November ninety six. It said. Okay. So the score is 14 to 7. Zeus, Uh-oh. August 1996, all four original KISS members each appeared on tour separate covers of what magazine? Spin. That is correct. Those covers are fucking horrible. <laughs> they all look they all look so dumb on those. Oh. I don't get Peter's what the fuck I is don't know. That? I still have them. I have them all. Who, still Gene the one. Yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah, and Gene's like the only one that looks like semi, but then again, spin magazine back then kiss is not spins audience in the 96, 97. It's stupid. But anyways, all right, Murph, what do you got? The stupid Movon stupid, stupid kiss fans. It's stupid. (laughs) All right. It ain't Uh, about the money, Dale. (laughs) It ain't about the money. All right, Tommy, your question. Call up, move on. Needs to meet me at the hot dog safari. Hey, Hawaii. Hey, Hawaii. Jambalaya. Suffolk, <laughs> Suffolk Downs, right? Oh, God. Hot uh, dog call, safari. Uh, I'm, I happen to be friends with Joe O'Donnell. <laughs> Coming up next are the touchdown twins. 
Kevin, Kevin Mannix Man- and Ron Hobson. Kevin Mannix <laughs> and Ron Hobson. They both the Patriot Ledger. Dude, that was like the Stonehill newspaper. Dude. And better known as Blinky. The guy would blink oh. 500 times in a minute. And then Kevin Mannix was a Stonehill alumni. That's right. Yeah. Along with Butch Stearns. That's right. Butchie. That poor guy. He's horrible. Have another drink, brother. So- <laughs> nice. All righty. Go ahead, Murph. So, Tommy, your question. Talk to me, you silly little freak. What venue did Kiss rent for rehearsals prior to the first show of the Kiss reunion tour at Tiger Stadium in 1996? What venue did Kiss rent for rehearsals? What venue did they rent? Prior to the first show of the Kiss reunion tour at Tiger Stadium in 1996. Fuck, I should know this. I've seen that fucking video so many times. I can't, I can't remember. Okay. Zeus? Zeus can you still somewhere in LA, I think. I thought it was like I don't know. It's, was it the it wasn't the forum. Oh, I'll throw that. No, out. but th- this is a this was a good one. So what venue did KISS rent for rehearsals prior to the first show of the KISS reunion tour at Tiger Stadium in nineteen ninety six? Cobo Hall. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I thought yeah. they lit a fire. Remember the video we saw? Second coming they Fucking shit got on fire or something. One of the balloons and shit. <laughs> fucking balloons. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many balloons did it take to fly a fucking forty pound punk? <laughs> so everything's a fucking jerky, boys. This is great. I he love wants, it for his kid's birthday party. He wants to get like a hundred balloons to fly his kid up in the <laughs> air. Is, how many balloons does it take? What do you call it for a fly a forty pound punk? <laughs> I want him to, you know, go up there and the other kids take a fucking stick and try to whack him and knock him down. <laughs> he calls his kid a 40-pound punk. <laughs> and the salesman's like, she, uh, I don't know, maybe like 100? <laughs> going over and discussing this with the guy. You know, they, they just came up with a new, a new fucking... CD and it's, yeah. it's Johnny Brennan's still good, man. We gotta yeah. oh, we gotta reach out to him. Oh god, oh. go, go oh. ahead, Murph. All right, Zeus. <laughs> yes. Paul recently contributed his distinctive vocal talents to what coffee commercial? <laughs> when he goes, soldiers. <laughs> that is correct. All right, Olay shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dorn, get down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, Tom. What? Uh, which Playboy playmate did Gene Simmons date in 1976? Ooh, Playboy playmate in 76. Correct. 76. That's when the playmates had like hairy bushes and shit back then. <laughs> they <were> fat, <laughs> fat thighs and shit. Uh. Shit, I don't know. Can't can't think. Zeus? I'll just say Shannon Tweed. I don't know. Maybe star with Star Stowe? Star? 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 <laughs> What's your name? Saul. Saul Rosenberg. Star? All right. Oh man. Did you tie him up to the pier and let the fishies eat at him? <laughs> 
I can't oh. walk along the beach and step on piss clams. <laughs> he doesn't want to be tied up to motorboats and dragged around like a fool. He wants to hold hands and walk on the beach with Jim. Jim. And step on piss clams. Should we uh should we do jerky boys trivia next time? Seriously, I think would would be the game would be over. We would have nailed that 20 for 20. All oh, right. Go ahead. Zeus, your question. What's wrong with the painter ad that he, uh, that is that what's his name called on? They made a mistake in that ad. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See in the situations wanted. Yes. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people call me up. I'm looking for it. Yeah, I'm not working myself. Hey, uh, I know what it's like. <laughs> You, 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 you paint the union? Ah, I don't go with that union shit. You know, I'm a painter. Paint everything. Just did some job on my car. Used a roller there. Came out beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's fascinated by it. He's like, oh, yeah. Give me your number. Wait, oh, you're, you're way down there. Oh, shoot. Way downtown. Food cake. Go ahead, Murph. I can't. Right. I can't. Fucking my head is killing me right now. I'm dying. Oh. I'm getting a beaten, so I'm always going to make this fun. Go ahead. All right, all right. Your question. Name the song Kiss performed at Super Bowl 33. Like a trick question. Didn't they Wait, is, it, who's, is this for me or Zeus? It's for Zeus. Oh, okay. Sorry. Did they play rock and roll night? That is correct. Is that a trick question? I'm like, yeah, they played Mr. Speed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are at 14 to 10. Okay. And on the eighth day, (laughs) read my body. Read my body. So bad. All right. Uh, right. Question for Tommy Who did Paul Stanley marry? That's the question. Uh, Shit, now I got to remember the publication date of this trivia game. Correct. (laughs) Um, Evan Stanley's mom. Fuck, I can't. Remember. Was it Pamela? Pamela Stanley. <laughs> Wait, what's the last name? Isn't it Bowen? That is correct. Yes. Okay. Dude, All right. She is hot. She's very nice too. She, okay, sorry. Yeah, you know, she's, she's very. She's nice. She's very nice. Very professional. She's a. She's a friend of mine. Yeah, she lives in the Niagara Falls area. You wouldn't know her. Yeah, they find they find it offensive. <laughs> go ahead. All right, Zeus, your question: What was the first Kiss album to go gold? Ooh. Oh, this is a trick. I would guess Alive. That is correct. Nice. All right, fifteen eleven. Oh boy, Thomas, who opened for Kiss at Dodger Stadium for the first show on the Psycho Circus tour? Shit, I saw that tour. That was what, 98? No, 96? 97? Uh, where was it? Would, Do- would you say Dodger Stadium? Yes, who opened for Kiss at Dodger Stadium for the first that- show on the Psycho Circus tour? I no, I know. I think this band opened up for them on the reunion. I don't think they did it on that. Was it Alice in Chains? That is incorrect. No, oh, shit. Okay. Didn't they get booted in 98? I thought they were supposed to start. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm going to guess STP. Incorrect. The answer, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, gross. 
Yeah. Oh, gross. It's awesome. No, I've seen them the terrible live. All really right. That's accurate. It's accurate. I was there. <laughs> Zeus, Peter, Chris, mm. and Ace Frehley toured together in 1995. What was the tour called? Oh. Fucking shit bags. No, it was like fucking something trouble or fucking toxic or fucking uh, what the hell would they call themselves? Uh, Bad or fucking what they call them? Twins? Bad? Bad fucking? Good Lord. Why am I drawing a blank? I'm going to be pissed. Um, Bad trouble or fucking disaster. I don't know. Fucking Bad fish, fillet of fish. Um, <laughs> give me, give me a couple seconds, because I know this fucking one, and it's now I'm drawing a fucking blank, and it's pissing me off. It's a lot easier than you think, because you're almost there. Bad boys. There you go. Yep, the bad boys of rock tour. The judges will give credit. I'll give, awful, I'll give, I'll give awful title for that. All right, fifteen. You, I, to 12. I, I wish we saw that tour. That would. No, but I'm just saying that's a bad tour for them. Bad boys. Ooh. Well, ooh. I, th- I think they're like relishing in the fact that Paul and Gene made him out to be bad boy. It, it is kind of silly in retrospect. All right, Tom. Yes. On October 31st, 1999, Kiss appeared on what Fox TV comedy show? Um. Fox. That 70 Samantha. show? Was it that, that 70 show? That is incorrect. Fox. Samantha Fox, would you say? What was the question? On October 31st, 1999, Kiss appeared on what Fox TV comedy show? Mad TV? That is correct. What? Yeah, that's oh, the skit that? where that's I think skit? they're picking the picking the girl up. The girl the up date. from, the, yeah, the prom. How the f- I don't fucking remember that at all. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And did, right. Didn't they do like a Michael Jackson part to it too? Yeah. All wow. right, Zeus, okay. if you get this right, you're uh, one point behind. Damn. Question, what 1984 album produced by Gene Simmons featured guest appearances by Eric Carr, Paul Stanley, Ace Frehley, and Vinnie Vincent? What 1984 album produced by Gene Simmons featured guest appearances by Eric Carr, Paul Stanley, Ace Frehley, and Vinnie Vincent? Uh, yeah, no, there's two bands that I'm thinking of. So I'll guess black and blue fucking uh, nasty, whatever the fuck it's called. Incorrect. Tom? Um, read it again for me, please. Yep. What 1984 album produced by Gene Simmons featured guest appearances by Eric Carr, Paul Stanley, Ace Frehley, and Vinnie Vincent? 1984? Uh, Black and Blue's first album didn't come out in 1984, I don't think. Um, Fuck. Whose phone is blown up? (laughs) I'm trying to hide that so you guys can't hear that, so apologies for that. It's Guess who it is? It's our fucking text chat, and I'm going to read you. I'm going to break into the trivia game to tell you that our buddy Tony is arguing with me about the fact that 10,000 Lovers by TNT sucks. (laughs) He literally just sent us the YouTube video and said, okay, seriously, how can you guys not like this song? I said, because it's not good. And he says, oh, but Chloe Dancer is? And I said, correct. (laughs) Exactly. 
So that's the vibration you're hearing. And my apologies to the listeners. I will keep my phone off and uh, it's on silent, but oh, you, <clears throat> you missed the Steve Wright jumping in. I enjoy it. Well, yeah, that's coming from the guy that has a fucking the Halloween box set. All right, let's get back to the game. Uh, I don't know that. And I'm trying. I'm anxious to see what the answer is. Wow. Wendy O. Williams. Oh, yeah, that's yes, right. Yes. Yes. Wendy O. Williams. That's right. She made an album with. Wow. Exactly. Okay. okay. Interesting. Tom, question. <clears throat> Which cartoon characters did Eric Carr create? Oh, uh, the. Oh. Which cartoon characters? I know. Did I want to say Carr the create? I want to say the Rockheads. That is correct. Yes. All right. 1613. Zeus. Mm-hmm. In a Kiss concert on January 22nd, 1997 in Osaka, Japan, who sang Gene's song when Gene lost his voice? Oh. Gene lost his voice. Okay. What year is this? January 1997. 97. Yep. There's no way Ace could fucking pick that up. 97, the band is, the guy, I would say Paul. That is correct. 1640. I mean, right? Yeah. Because there's no way Peter's going to fucking do it. And there's no way Ace can fucking play that. Sing a new fucking song and, and play the chord. Tommy, how the fuck does this <laughs> song go? I want what all night? Rock what? and roll? Why you order? <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Uh, Tom, your question. Okay. And what year did Kiss perform via satellite? from the Meadowlands on Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve party on ABC. And what year did Kiss perform via satellite from the Meadowlands on Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve party on ABC? Oh, God. From the Meadowlands? 97. Incorrect. Zeus? <laughs> um... 98th answer was 1996. Oh, I was going to say that, but I thought that was too obvious because the reunion just came around then. Okay. So we've got 1614. Okay. Zeus in mm. 1974 in Anchorage, Alaska, kiss open for Savoy Brown and Manfred man. Which of the two bands did not show up? Well, <laughs> they're lucky <laughs> both. <laughs> you got a 50 50 there. Know. Savoy, I guess. I don't know. Incorrect. Oh. Um, okay, so it's Manford Man. Good one. All right. <laughs> 17 14. Oh. All right. Tom, your question. Where was Peter Chris born? Um, He's up your mother's. <laughs> yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> He was born in fuck. Okay, I knew Ace was the Bronx. <laughs> in a van down by the river. I know, really. Um, New York City. Incorrect, Zeus. So Peter Chris is another New York guy, right? Yep. So he's born in New York. If he was born in the Bronx, we would have heard about it, right? Yep. He, yeah. That's why I didn't say that because he would have been like him and Ace were born in the Bronx, right? Right. Right. Um, so in New York, what are the fucking things? New York all, City, all the boroughs. Oh, he's the fucking Brooklyn guy. That's that what I was correct. That's what I, that's I was gonna why. say. I was, I was gonna say why. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say Brooklyn, but yep. All I'm right, so got, Brooklyn got a okay. game here. Seventeen fifteen. Seventeen fifteen. All right. 
What was Eric Carr's first choice for a Kiss stage name? Why do like? Ugh. What was Eric's Eric Carr's first choice for a Kiss stage name? Fucking. What was that Vinny Vincent one? Nick Fury? <laughs> that was Vinny Vincent. Yep. No, Eric Carvalho. I don't know. Nope. Tom? Shit. Wait. He had something else besides Eric Carr he was going to use? Yep. Um. Okay. Well, his real name was Paul Caravello. So Paul Carr? No, because they, no, they wouldn't have two Pauls in the band. Um. I don't know. Rusty Blade. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is it's that? Not about the dirty Sanchez or Rusty Trombone. All righty. Cincinnati uh, bow tie. No, no, it's not about that. It's not about the cock and balls. <laughs> yeah, it's not about that bleached assholes. Tom, your question. What movie did Gene Simmons and Tom Selk both appear in? Oh, hell yeah. Runaway. All right. When he played Luther. 1815, Zeus, what was the name of the character Edward Furlong played in the Kiss movie, Detroit Rock City? Oh, the fat kid. Oh, you love that movie. Why don't we ask the director? Maybe he can help. <laughs> I don't know what his fucking name was in that movie. That movie sucked. I don't know. All right, Tom? I did not think the movie sucked, but I, I do not remember his name. Uh, Hawk. Oh, Big Hawk? <laughs> Big Hawk? <laughs> you got fucking... Hamstrings like animals. Yeah, you fucking, fucking like tree trunks. Hey, big, big cock. I didn't say cock. I said I big said hawk. hawk. They call me Big Hawk. Hoggins. <laughs> hawk. <laughs> A big cock. I thought it was something I wants to the guys. What, are you trying to get cute? Trying to get funny? Go ahead, Murph. All right, Tom. Where was the first official kiss performance? First official kiss performance? That is the question. Where? All right, I'm going to go back to that original answer at the beginning of the show when I said the uh, Coventry Popcorn Club. Incorrect. Zeus? Fuck. What? What? That's, that's the correct answer. Um, he said what? <laughs> she did what? <laughs> she kicked them in the nuts, the nuts and then called them the <laughs> F word in front of everybody. Um, oh. She didn't hang up on you. Check with those big, big titties. Every damn night. On the telephone? What did boy talk about the telephone, man? I don't know. Talking the diplomat fucking, I don't know what the fuck this is. Uh, Astoria, Queens, New York. Oh, how many of you are from Astoria? <laughs> how many of you are not from Astoria? Raise Come your on. hand. Raise your hand. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. How many of you are not born in California? How many of you born somewhere else, not in Astoria? I'm just trying to do the questions. I'm feeling like King. One, two, three, four. (laughs) Reading and writing arithmetic. Too much homework makes me sick. When it comes to pass the test, kindergarten is the best. One, two, three, four. Four. That's what he says. He goes, one, two, three, four. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Zeus. Shut up. <laughs> Stop it. That's what he did. He went, shut up. <laughs> and then everyone started laughing. Oh. Zeus. Right. 
<laughs> what yeah. year was the Kiss album Hotter Than Hell released? 74. 74 is correct. All right, we've got 1816. Uh-oh. Tommy, what Kiss song what Kiss song is referred to as the universal anthem? Rock and roll all night. All right, 19 1916. Zeus. What famous guitarist wanted to join Kiss? Supposedly, I don't know Eddie. Eddie Van Halen's correct. All oh, right. Oh boy, when I was when I was firing him off here now. Thomas for the win. Oh, who's what's the last name of the person named Paul in the band? I don't know. When the band decided to take off the makeup. Oh. Where was the interview held? Oh yes. Hmm? Read the question again so Zeus knows that I'm going to win the game. When the band decided to take off the makeup, where was the interview held? MTV. You hmm? are correct. And you can go back and listen to that episode a few weeks back. I so, protest. The question sucked at time. Oh, right. see, I thought can they I, were good. Can if I, give I you reverse the question? Would, I, would I have the same answers? I don't think so. Right. I think, it was I, think good, I still would have lost. I think that, it was a good mix. Saying. I think it was right. a good mix of easy, middle, hard. Go ahead, so, Murph. You had a couple of homemade ones. A few ones. questions of my own for today. Oh, a couple honorable mentions. Go ahead. Honorable mentions. Um, how many years did Steve Cornell serve in prison? Oh. <laughs> He's still in there, isn't he? Uh, according to Wikipedia, he was asked to be relocated and is serving out the rest of his time. He was sentenced to, anyone want to guess how many years? Fifteen. Six. Zeus is correct. See, wow. Zeus, we do this. You, know, you might have just a guess on, on the criminal. I'm not getting points for knowing how long a fucking pedophile is in prison. Mm. <laughs> I, have, um, I have a lot of friends in the podcast community, Tom. Oh, okay. What, that are in prison or that are pedophiles? <laughs> that are on our text group exchange. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think either of you know this because it would have come up earlier. What is the actual cryptocurrency that Gene bought $300,000 worth recently? I believe it was the one called Dogecoin. Uh, the was one it? that he referenced was Cardano. Oh, okay. He's bought like four of them. There's like four. I didn't realize yeah. there was anything other than I know. Fucking, what do you call it? Bitcoin, yeah. There's a bunch of different ones, yeah. Um, what television network did Paul Stanley appear on to show how he made his Brussels sprouts and chicken marinade recipe? What? Is that the one where he says, and now you got to get your olive oil and your prosciutto? I've um, got olive oil here. Put a little in your pan. Yeah. And you want to throw in your prosciutto? Okay. Um, it was like some fucking cooking show. I don't know. You know the network, though. I just. Uh, I don't know. know. I would say uh, Bravo, maybe? Some he was on the. Hallmark Channel. Ooh. You think 1977 Paul would have uh, approved shit. of that? that? That ranks up there with least metal moments. All right, Jesus. And, and the last part uh, was a two-part question. Okay. When Kiss appeared on the Grammys in 1996 with Tupac, mm. what award did they help present? Best new artist. Zeus, you want to take a guess? I would say fattest moose knuckle. It was for best pop performance by a duo or group with vocal. Do you want to guess who won? This was Millie 19- Vanilli. This was 1996. That is correct. 
best what reading a best pop performance by a duo or group with vocal in 96 is it to pow no is it tlc was it tlc no, because I actually I was surprised by this. Uh, Would have thought it may have been from the year before, but I know the Grammys have Destiny's weird. Destiny Child, yeah. Hootie, Let Her Cry. Oh come on, man! I like Hootie, but that song's terrible. Yeah, that's, that's not pop. Well, yeah, I well, bet what was the it Grammys? Under, but it went to the Grammys. It is so. All right, that's all I had. All right. Nice. All right, well done, another guys. roundup of uh, Kiss Trivia. Murph, well done as always. I need fucking Sunny to give me because I win the Sunny games. The Murph games I've never won. Murph sucks. That's because Sonny's games rely on guessing. Murph's games rely on knowledge. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I guessed when Murph when Sonny's on. Yeah. Correct. Okay. That's correct. Right. Yes. Murph, well done. Thanks, pal. Very nicely done. All yes. Right. Always yeah. fun. Always fun. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, huh? <laughs> so uh good night. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Uh well, guys, you know what time it is? Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeaShop.com, and for all your shouted-out-loud cast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At ClickTeaShop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired T-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all-new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. No questions from anyone else. Question from Murph when Murph appears. What do you got for us, buddy? All right. Well, I was uh, surprised and pleased to hear that uh, a couple weeks ago, Tom made it be known that he was going to be doing the Kiss Cruise. So uh, it got me thinking of, even though I will be there in spirit, I will not be on the cruise. But there was a time many years ago where the three of us did go on a boat together and I was just wanted to. My question was, what do you remember from that day when we all went on the boat together, guys? Oh God! So these are times when I flash back, and I don't know if they're dreams. I don't know if they were real because I remember this is like blackout times for me, yep. like in college. So I kind of remember being on these cruises. So you'd go into Boston Harbor because mm-hmm. the harbor they had these things at night i don't know if the rest of you guys in the rest of the country but you could go out pay like a bar you just fucking on the boat would go around the harbor for a little bit and you pay money and just fucking party with people i can remember with fake ids going to one bartender trying to go to another and shit but i don't remember where or what they're they're all like places we would go to have, go to before we would go to finn mccool's or Finn McCool is the greatest. Oh, I love that place. Yep. Bang different chicks on different levels. Um, You know, you just try different fucking places. It was just crazy blackout drunk shit. So I don't really remember. I'm sure I was on it. Yeah. Um, Do you remember anything? It was, if if my memory serves me correct, it's the, uh, it was the, it had to have been the, the, the booze cruise freshman year at Stonehill. We were 19 years old. It was yep. not intended to be a booze cruise for people like us. So that's why there was a lot of pre-gaming before the cruise. Yes. And what made the day so memorable was the the bus ride home. The Do you guys bus- remember anything from the bus ride home after said harbor cruise? No, I remember throwing up in my lap on the bus ride there. And I spent the entire night dancing with chicks with puke all over my groin. 
<laughs> so on the and I remember that home, as, I remember that a particular girl first name Jen last name blank was like all over me and I was like you must be drunker than me because I have puke all over my lap and you still want to dance with me and what I remember being the at that time I was the just the I wasn't drinking at that point and yep. I was going along straight, so I, I, everything was just vivid yeah and on the bus ride back one person got sick don't remember that the smell started to get <laughs> passed through the bus oh, and another person got sick and then somebody tried to open the window and they stuck their face against it and it just kind of went down the outside of the window. So now the smell's going everywhere. And there were between eight and 12 people puking on the bus. How do I know? I must have been passed out because I, I don't remember a bit of that. And then our friend Todd, rest in peace, oh, was yeah. singing dirty nursery rhymes in the back of the bus. He was doing fucking dice on the way back. See, this it, is it what, was, but see, think of that without your sobriety in the early days of Stonehill, you would not be able to remember these things because so, I sure as shit don't remember that at all. So I, I just, when you mentioned that you're going and you're going together, I'm thinking, yeah, I think you'll probably be a little more tame than it was in 1992. I, well, I don't even drink anymore, so it'll be very tame. So we'll see what happens. That's you going to be, you gotta that, be roommates together or is oh, that? Yeah. The, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's if you, that's if the cruise even happens. Um, um, we'll see. Hopefully, senior it will. in college, you guys, we split up. I don't know why, but we did a cruise. You oh, guys went to Sao Padre. Correct. I fucking love that cruise. I yep. fucking loved it. Yep. Um, and then remember, so I I had so much fun. It was me, Lynchy, Rye Guy. Hey, Philball. Hey, fucko. <laughs> yeah, and a few others, like. I still, I'm still Facebook friends with that girl, Andy, that I met on that fucking cruise. Nice. And she came down. I went to Indiana University. She came to the prompt senior week. Exactly. She invited me for hers after the fucking, after the thing. I went to Indiana U and then she came up for ours. Fucking crazy. Yep. (laughs) She was. She was. Zeus, I remember that, that night someone made the comment of there's someone that's actually more out of control than Zeus. Um, yep. When I went to hers, like it got fucking like those people were crazy. It was a big college. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you saw it like 2,000 people at Stonehill. Right. Fucking after the thing, we came back to the hotel and shit. I had made everybody jump into the fucking pool. It was insanity. Nice. And I'm still friends with this fucking lady. She came down a couple of times to visit. She was a great kid. Great fucking kid. Andy. Yes. Any uh, any 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 kiss related questions, Murph, or do you want to just reminisce right now about drinking and, and both? The last thing I want to last thing I want to add is though, chicks with girl, guys' names are hot. I don't know what it is. Oh, you said Andy. I'm thinking a Toy Story and the name on the bottom of the boots. So. Uh, Andrea, Andy, and then Cancun was the other girl. Um, uh, but, 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 Jamie. That was a fucking disaster. Well, that's, a whole set. that's a bonus episode. That is a that, that may be a bonus Patreon episode. Oh, put it that way. That that is up there with fucking Mr. Feces. Oh, if no, that's, that that Cancun. supersedes Mr. Feces. <laughs> that makes Mr. Feces. That's minor league shit. No pun in, no pun intended. All shit. Right, so we need to have a deadline. There's a there's like I have to tell the story. And I don't know if you want me to just do it now or no, I can save it and build let, it up. Let's see. I have let's to tell you what happened in Cancun, guys. You guys have to hear this shit. We'll save it. 
Build it up. Oh my god. It's a good, it's oh good. Oh my god. It's good. Between between one of the three of us getting arrested and being put in a Cancun Mexican jail. Yep. Between fucking Save it. Save it. Between getting thrown out of a hotel. I still have also the fucking scar of my ring finger from jumping out of the fucking bus and getting my ring caught up on my finger. Getting thrown out of the hotel, chased around naked, getting fucking all sorts of shit with shit that save was it. very prevalent. You're giving a, you're giving too much away. Come on now, insane we'll save stuff. Insane. Yep. It's bigger than Mister Feces. The, the only bigger. the only time I ever saw Tommy, the only time I ever saw your dad angry was he mad at me. You- <laughs> oh yeah, because we were on the, we were on the way to the airport and Zeus forgot his passport. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Thank yep. God we live in the next town over. Remember? I yeah, know. That yep. was great. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I remember you like, Dad, you stopped yelling at my friend. <laughs> dude, we were get we dude, we were getting in trouble at the airport. We were riding the luggage carts around. I the video. There is a I, video. I know. We were and like racing. We were we were racing <laughs> luggage carts. Live stream it. Pissing in the fucking in the phone booths at the we would have been a dude. We would have been fucking cuffed in two seconds left. We were so out of control. Remember the people on that flight? We yes. had that college. All people were like, yep. "Shut the fuck up! Shut up!" We're like, "Fuck you!" I'm it was. Fucking- it was. <laughs> Oh, it my. was ridiculous. Oh my god! We'll spend we'll spend time getting into all That's the de- all the dirt on it. An episode. It is. That's going to be insane. But, you about fucking Cancun. It's going to be. Br- it's going to be brutal. brutal. Oh my god! Exactly. Anyway. Anyways, yes. Um, so some questions there somewhere, right? Yeah. So actually, I, I did have a quick question for you. <laughs> okay. Um, you, you've done. <laughs> you, you you both have had some great guests that have done book reviews. But if each of you decided to pen your own book, what would you write it about as it relates to Kiss? Would it be about a person? Would it be about an era? Is there anything that immediately comes to mind as to what your focus would be for your book? Yeah, I think that would be – that actually would – I'll go first. I think that would be easy for me. I would write the book since I've been fo- – since I followed Kiss from the age of five until now, I would write the book – in a first person perspective as the growth and evolution of a kiss fan, try to try to write as my five-year-old self. And then as my, you know, eight-year-old self and my 15 and just as my musical landscape and my taste changed, but I always came back to kiss just the whole thing. I would, I would write it like a first person, like the journey of, I don't know. I was going to say a journey of a thousand years, but that song's horrible. Uh, yeah, I would write it like that. I think that's what I would do. Cool. Yep. I almost don't want to answer it because there is something that, you know, long in the making okay. might occur. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. That's okay. cool. That's Teaser. Cool. Nice. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good stuff. So, Murph. Murph, where can we hear you? Nowhere. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Murph lives at blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, Tom, where can people hear us? Uh, so, yeah. So we'll start off with our email. Uh, Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. As you can tell at the beginning of the episode, we love to read those emails. Uh, so please use that as a means to communicate. Uh, we're also 
on all the social medias, as also heard at the beginning, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're very interactive on all those. Uh, we have our Facebook group, the Shout Out Loudcasters. It's a great group, too, to get involved in. Uh, and our show can be heard on uh, all the big platforms, you know, Apple, Spotify, all those places. We're part of the great Pantheon podcast network. Tons of great shows out there, including uh, our friend uh, from uh, the Decibel Geek podcast. They're going to be doing Rockin' Pod coming this summer. Um, I'm not sure if uh, our show is going to be able to attend, but it's a great event. Check them out. Uh, Chris and Aaron from Decibel Geek, they're part of the Pantheon family. So their event will be kicking off. I think it's in August. So check them out. And um, yeah. And as you heard for the question of the week, our buddy Ed from Click T-Shop and uh, our buddies that purchase shirts, you can get more of that great stuff from uh, from Ed. He designed our logo and he has great gear, not just shout out Loudcast, but uh, awesome Kiss inspired stuff, too. Yeah, guys, if I could quickly just say uh, jump in. Just to speak, uh, made a number of purchases for the Christmas season from Click. A uh, couple of shirts, a hat that I gave to the family and were well-received. And, and it's just I've gone there a couple of times. As you know, we still need to meet up. Uh, the the mail got a little held up, so I've got some prints that i got to give to you. But it nice. is a, a place I've gone to more than once, so uh, speak highly of that. And in all seriousness, um, even though I've got nothing to promote, uh, just following you um, over the years, I know I've done it before, but for those that are listening, go back and check if you've given a five-star review in the past. I actually was reminded recently you know, to go out and check. For whatever reasons, Apple didn't have it updated, so I went out there, put it back out there again. So uh, nice. even if you've done it before or throw in a comment. And just uh, with the group following, I've uh, been able to meet through Twitter a, a number of folks that have uh, – some interests similar to mine. So even though I'm not uh, promoting anything, it's uh, been a good way to connect with people through Shout It Out Loudcast. So thank you, guys. Beautiful. Thanks, Murph. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you, Murph. Uh, Tom, I always like to always add that, you know, please, if you feel like it, you can always DM us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Our email is our favorite way to get correspondence from you guys. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. And also, don't forget the Patreon app. If you can, uh, if you're interested, if you want to support the the, uh, podcast, take a look at patreon.com. There's different ways you can help and contribute and help us out. And you get some perks. Take a look. See if you like. Or if you have questions, ask us about it. You can find that on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, or the app Patreon. You can find that, or you can find it in the episode notes on the podcast. So as Murph said, he, he remembered to give those five-star child reviews. You can do that on uh, Apple iTunes or any other method that you see that some some have it and some don't, like, it, it, ver- it varies like Spotify, Stitcher They're always changing things around If you can, it helps support us And helps us move up the food chain So we get bigger and better And get some uh, more KISS stuff to you So uh, I want to uh, Give a quick shout out To um, Murph For coming on board Murph is our first guest Always our favorite And although you guys think There's a little bit of a rivalry here There is not, we love Murph and uh, well, I do. It's not in question if Tom does. We know that exactly. Um, yeah. We love Murph. Yeah, we do. And Murph gets a hard time, but he's awesome. He's part of our show. And uh, if there's a third member of Shout It Out Loudcast, it's Murph. So you like the fifth Beatle, Murph? 
There you, there go. you go. Absolutely. Yes. You'll like the rusty blade of Shout It Out Loudcast. <laughs> you like the rusty trombone. <laughs> the Cincinnati bow tie. Or you'll like the legendary baseball player who's everybody's favorite cod, the rusty Kuntz. Or as or as we like to call him when we were little, hey, did you guys get the rusty Kuntz cod? <laughs> oh, the, I thought you were going to talk about the Billy Ripkins oh, face. Yeah. face. <laughs> Bottom of the bat. Yep. <laughs> Fucking legendary, bro. Yep. Legendary. Anyway, um, guys, what we'd like to do at this point is we always go to famous last words. Uh, Murph, what do you got? Never thought Gene actually could sum up the last 12 months uh, in a song from 40 years ago, but this one kind of comes close where you don't know what you're after or if something's after you and you don't know why you don't know a world without heroes. I'm telling you, I like that song. I'm a fucking, I'm a fan of the elder period, but that's okay. It's a whole separate episode. All right. Sometimes late at night, I want to hold you tight. Oh no, you got to pay girl. You hit rock bottom and you're there to stay. Mr. Zeus, take us home. All right. So, uh, mine is this. I've been up and down. I've been all around. I was mystified, almost terrified. But late at night, I still hear you call my name. Pandemic. (laughs) Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Tom, thank you. Murph, thank you. Kiss Army, thank you. Murph, you're the best. Thanks, as always, buddy, for uh, adding to the show, making it a fun one. Zeus, as always, thank you. Kiss Army, uh, guys, you're the best. Thank you, everybody. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. Beautiful. Congrats, Tom, for a nice win. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 